You're listening to Unraveling Rachel. This podcast is all about this journey that we call life and how we can live it more authentically so that it sucks less and feels better. Sounds good, huh? Hello there, my friends. So I was thinking about what I recorded in the last podcast and what I talked about. And something has been sticking with me um, ever since I recorded that. And that is, um, don't die with your music still inside of you. The Wayne Dyer quote. Um, I spent the day, um, the other day listening to just like random stuff on YouTube. And a lot of it ended up being Wayne Dyer stuff. Uh, And he talked about... um, his 10 success principles. And I think that, uh, or 10 secrets for success and inner peace. And um, I haven't, I wasn't familiar with them before. I had heard him speak on them, um, but I didn't really realize they were like a whole set of things. Um, And actually first, let me, let me say, who is Wayne Dyer? Because maybe you don't know. Um, Wayne Dyer is a, he was a spiritual, motivational speaker. He spent time um, as a, I don't know if he was a university professor or I think maybe a counselor, um, and then uh, started writing books and giving motivational speeches and offering spiritual guidance and stuff like that. And I am not, I've never actually read any of his books. I've only listened to like his YouTube videos and heard him speak through other um, podcasters and um, yeah, podcasts that I listen to and sort of other places. So I'm familiar with his work in that way. And I think even when I heard that quote, don't die with your music still inside of you, I don't, I don't know if I knew at the time that it was a Wayne Dyer quote. Um, but I've gotten more familiar with him and his philosophies um, in the last few years, like I said, even though I haven't read his book specifically. Um, And then yesterday I was refreshed um, with some of his philosophies by listening to YouTube. And, um, and then today, as I was thinking more about this quote, I looked up where it was from and found the 10 secrets for success and inner peace. And then I realized, um, I must've been listening to like a YouTube playlist about these. Um, so I'm going to read them here. Um, they are have a mind that is open to everything and attached to nothing. Don't die with your music still inside of you. You can't give away what you don't have. Embrace silence. Give up your personal history. You can't solve a problem with the same mind that created it. There are no justified resentments. Treat yourself as if you already are what you'd like to be. Treasure your divinity. And wisdom is avoiding all thoughts that weaken you. So... I thought about as I was reading through these kind of going and elaborating on them, but I really, I don't want to make this a long podcast and I kind of just want to focus on the, um, the don't die with your music still inside of you. And then maybe at some point I'll dive into those others as I think about them more, um, and 
really um, see, explore how they, how I've embraced them or I can embrace them more and how they played into my life and just, you know, what I think about them and all that. So um, don't die with your music still inside of you. What does that mean? Um, To me, it means to not, to not let my gifts uh, go unshared, to not let who I am go unknown. Because I think that who we are in and of itself is a gift to the world. Who we are at our essence is a gift. It, that's why we came into being. That's why we're here. What happens is that our gifts aren't seen or valued necessarily and they don't get cultivated they get kind of um maybe we feel shame for them or we're told they're not okay by the way that we were raised and so like things get muddled it gets muddled they get silenced but they they're always there because you you can't you can't destroy them they're a part of of the world um, just by by being here, you know? Like, you can't, what does it matter? Can either be created or destroyed? Like, I feel that way about the essence of our soul. It, it can be um, pushed down and it can be, it can be attempted to be silenced by the outside or by ourselves or, or by um, factors in life, but it, will always be there. Um, gosh, there's another quote that I really like about, um, uh, I'm in a space on it right now. And it's something about like how you can't silence, um, the voice of your soul. Yeah, no, I don't know. I can't remember it. So I'll look it up and figure it out and share it at some point. But, um, that, that music, that music is the music of our soul. It is what is meant to be played through our lives. That's what it means to me. Um, and I think that, you know, for me, I think I came into this world and I was unafraid to let that music play out. And then somewhere along the lines learned that it wasn't safe too and that music was playing all along within me and because I wasn't tuning into it myself I was trying to uh kind of I guess live by someone else's playlist if you will like the music that I thought was cool (laughs) that I ended up really unhappy and in that state that I talked about in like the first episode where I wasn't living who I was. I wasn't living my music. And that hurts. That is, I think, the root cause of a lot of our depression is not really paying attention to what's really inside of us. Um, all of the music, like the the nice parts and the, the scary, creepy, bad parts or whatever, 
you know, like you think about, I guess I'm thinking about it like, like it's like a symphony and there's, you know, there's the really flowery fun parts and then there's the, the parts of tension and that's what makes a, a good story. So anyway, a little off track there, but, um, yeah, that's what the music is to me. It's, it's, um, the soul's essence, the purpose, the gifts. And I don't think that has to mean like, I don't know, when we talk about purpose, it can feel big and scary. Like I have to have a grand purpose. I have to, you know, like I want to cure cancer or I want to save the water. And like, those are awesome, awesome purposeful things to want to do in this life. And I, you know, if, if that is your purpose, that is awesome. But also like, I think that for, for some of us, our purpose is going to be more like, I want to raise healthy, happy children and participate in my community, you know, and that's, that's great too. Like that is a purpose that's totally valid and respectable and does not make like nobody's purpose I think is greater than anyone else's and it's not like a competition we shouldn't compare um and then that said I totally compare myself (laughs) not all the time but sometimes like you know I want to and this is me, I want to have some kind of an impact. I want to make a difference in some way in this life. And I, because I haven't been tuning into that music and until more recently, I feel a little behind on it. And I feel like, well, why haven't I done that yet? And why, why am I not, you know, where I could be? And I am learning to have more compassion and patience for myself because, um, I also believe, I want to believe that I'm actually right where I should be. I, I'm not behind. This is my, my soul's path. Um, so there's no need to put that energy out towards like, um, you know, why am I not where I'm meant to be? Um, so I, I was thinking uh, too about like, okay, so if that's what it means, t- that's what the music is, the soul's essence, like, how do I not die with my music still inside of me? Because I feel like it came close for me. It could It could have been, that could have been it getting, getting sick, going into that long surgery. Um, I could have not come out. Um, but I did, and I'm so grateful that I did and I'm here. And, and now that like, I feel like I hear the music more, (laughs) the music's like really, really present. There's, there's no ignoring it now because, um, (laughs) I heard this, um, in a side trance track the other day and um I was like fuck yeah um as I often am when I hear those cheesy quotes in there but it's like um live every day like it's your last because someday you'll be right <laughs> so um play the music every day um how do I do that <laughs> 
What is the, now that I know what it means, how do I do that? And I think the first thing is to like, um, for me, it was to tune into the music, start listening to it and, and hear it and recognize it and know that it's there uh, and not be afraid to, to hear it, to, you know, hear what my soul has to say, to hear what my soul wants and to, and to recognize that I have a right to that and that my soul has a right to expression uh, and to tune into that and to listen to our own music. I found for me, uh, it required like <laughs> noise canceling headphones, if you will, to tune out the outside noise, to tune out everyone else's music so that I wasn't comparing or at least the music they're putting off because, you know, um, I think we only uh, know what we're picking up on. Um, and I guess what I'm trying to say is that um, it's kind of like, what am I trying to say here? So you could look at like social media and see someone's like perfect life, whatever, and think like, oh man, they're really like killing it. And they are like living their life full out. But like, I don't know that what they're putting out there actually matches what is inside and they feel like they're fulfilling their purpose. Like that's just some story that I've created about it. So like, I can't, you can't compare. I can't compare. Um, and then the other thing to tune out, I think, is other people's opinions of what our life should look like that they are very willingly sharing with us. You know, like, you can't quit your job. You can't, you can't leave the safety of corporate America, but you have a pension and you have a 401k and they treat you so well and you get vacation time and it's secure and da 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 da. But like, well, that job totally doesn't align with the values that I believe in in this life. And yes, it's financial security, but I feel like I'm just like living a life where I'm already dead inside. So, you know, ugh, uh, <laughs> wow, really got taken back there for me. <laughs> um, because that's kind of how I felt when I was, that is how I felt when I was leaving my job. Um, but other, other people are going to project their fears onto you, uh, onto us with not, not by having ill intention, usually because they love us and they care and they don't want to see us hurt, but that, that can interfere with, really listening to what our soul wants and allowing that to come through. So getting clear, putting on those noise canceling headphones, tuning out um, that, that tendency to compare, tuning out other people's opinions. And then the other thing to tune out is actually, I think, the voice inside of our own heads. And that it's that voice that... Um, has figured out the best way for us to survive 
in this world. And the best way for us to survive in this world is not necessarily been to stay true to our own soul's calling. The best way for us to survive in this world has been to adapt to the expectations of our primary caregivers from early in life to, um, to do what we see we need to do in order to get and maintain safety and love. And um, so, you know, for example, like I might have this voice in my head about um, putting this podcast out there and I'd be like, oh, you can't, you can't go on and talk about these things. People don't talk about this stuff. Good girls don't talk about um, you know, how they really feel or something. I don't know. But you know, we don't or we don't um, share like our deep thoughts with, you know, people that we don't know. And so I'd be like, oh, I'll just I'll just keep it in. And nobody cares what I have to say. And that's actually something that I felt for a while is like, nobody cares what I have to say, because I kind of grew up feeling like, nobody heard me. And the things I did say, I was told to stay quiet. Uh, And in some ways, I would call out reality and be told that I was wrong. And so I learned to question my own inner voice and question my soul's knowing and my soul's purpose and all of that. And that's been something that I've had to look at and distill and, and figure out like, where where are these things coming from? And um, I realized that um, that voice in my head learned how to speak from someone else, just like we learn English from other people. They teach us the language. We learn that attitude um, or that from from our our parents, our caregivers, our society. That then is the way that we talk to ourselves and our heads. And it's, it's something that we can become aware of and work with and start to recognize. And as we recognize that, or I should say, like, as I've recognized that, um, I've been able to then uh, see and make space for uh, the soul's part the the music within me and start to recognize it more and and hear it because I was distilling the other the other noise you know the noise of the voice that I had learned so getting clear by tuning out other people's lives in the comparison turning out other people's opinions and then like tuning out the uh, the the critic in our in our head that is messing with the the really pure notes of our soul that are there, and then the next thing is to once we're we're clear on it, once we can hear the music and we can you know find that beat of our own drum, is to start dancing it out. And by dancing it out, I mean to to take action on it to um you know start a podcast if you want to start a podcast or write that book that maybe you want to write or um start you know going to the gym and working out or um volunteering your time somewhere 
you know, like at an animal shelter because you love animals or, you know, whatever it is, stop dyeing your hair because that's actually not who you are. Um, whatever it is, just start taking action in some way. And, 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 um, if you're not clear, I guess this is another layer to it. If, if maybe you're not, you don't have to be clear on all the music, like the exact, like you don't have to know how the whole symphony is going to go because like you're living it, your music is something you're living day by day. Um, so, um, if it's not like 100% clear, that's okay. Take action anyway. And as, as, as we take action, we get clear. Um, clarity comes from engagement. I've also heard clarity comes from action. Uh, a coach that I've been following and that I hope to work with um, said that the other day. And I was like, oh yeah, you know, action, engagement, same thing. Um, so anyway, that clarity will come from from dancing out the music, acting it out. And from there, there will be feedback, internal feedback, there will be external feedback. Um, and again, when that feedback comes, um, it's, it's our job to uh, discern what, what is what from that? What's the critic? What's the mean voice? What's real connection? Because I, I think that from what I found anyway, is that as I've danced out that music inside of me, that it has brought greater connection and uh, like really authentic connection. And it's also shown me where connections maybe I thought I had were not as authentic. Like it will, it will sift and sort out what is right for us. And um, so that's, the, it, it's great. Um, and it can also be scary because it might disrupt some relationships that we thought were one way and we see that they're not. Um, but it's, it's all good. It's for the right reasons. It's revealing a truth. And then something else that happens, I mean, this happens like when we start or it, it happens when I started dancing, I've like literal dancing. I found that later in life. And I think this is maybe something that happens for a lot of people when they start dancing. It's like, oh gosh, people are watching. And hey, then the fear comes in. And that's why they say, you know, dance like nobody's watching. Um, because it's worth dancing beyond the fear. So uh, fear is going to be a dancing partner. <laughs> um, one that is probably always present. And the best thing to do with a dancing partner is get to understand its moves <laughs> and then become the lead. You know, don't let, don't let fear have the lead, but fear is going to be there. So, um, I think fear has a message for us. Fear shows us something that is valuable to us. And, you know, another thing that said is like invite fear to tea, sit down and get to know it. Um, and that is that it, unless we get to know fear, then um, 
we can't, well, I shouldn't say that, but fear I think is what a big thing that keeps the music in even once we are aware that it's there because it's like, oh, what if nobody likes my music? What if it, it disrupts, you know, what I know of as life and relationships and, and all of that. Um, but also what, what if people love it? (laughs) And chances are like, you know, the, like I said, I think our, our soul comes here for a reason and it's, it's needed. Whatever, whatever your music is, it's needed. Everyone's. So, um, fear could be like a whole other podcast in and of itself. So, um, that's all I'm going to say about that. So we've got getting clear, dancing it out, getting to know our dancing partner, fear, and then commitment, committing to that music every day. Um, letting that music come through every day, whatever, um, in whatever way it's coming through that day. And I, I think maybe that sitting down and asking ourselves, I found for me, it's sitting down and asking myself, like, what, what do I need today? What is it that's coming through today? And sometimes it's like, sitting down and recording two podcasts in one day, apparently. And other times it's sitting down and journaling and other times it's totally disconnecting from everything and getting quiet. And then sometimes it's like reading. Um, sometimes it's going out and, and literally dancing or connecting, uh, with people. And, um, it's okay that it looks different but um, committing to engaging with the music every day is really important. And that's because of, um, you know, that, that quote that I said, live every day like it's your last, because someday you'll be right. Uh, life is short and nothing is guaranteed. Like the, the time is now, always. The time is now. There's no future. There's no future. So, we've got to live it now. Um, and so I think that for me, that that's what's, um, come through and, and how, how to not die with my music still inside of me. Um, get clear, dance it out, get to know the dancing partner of fear and commit to that music every day. And this, um, I don't know if I talked about this, but this quote, I, I'm not sure if I knew it was Wayne Dyer when I first heard it. Um, and the, I really remember engaging with it when I was at Utopia. I'm pretty sure it was for my first time. And I was just like cracked open to this world of like amazeballs expression, like so much expression, the art and the people and the amount of love and I had that, this feeling of like, oh my God, like I can't, I can't never, I can't not ever get 
to a, a place where I feel expressed. And um, if you've listened, you know that that's one of, I, I think I shared that that's one of the things that was guiding me this year is to really feel fully expressed. And anyway, at, at this um, event, I wrote this on some art installation, don't die with your music still inside of you. And that was in 2014 and, or maybe, yeah, 2014. And it was just a few months later that I felt the first, um, the first pains, um, of what was now I know at the time my appendix cancer. Um, and now reengaging with it on the other side and committing to it fully so much so that I'm sitting here and talking to you about it. Um, and I have these, these four steps of how to do that. And then I think there's a fifth step or a fifth thing, at least that I want to talk about. And that's that it is, it's each, each individual has their own music, their own purpose. And that music is, um, living, it's our own life. It's our own music. It's the life we desire. It's not anyone else's. Um, but it doesn't mean that we do it alone. It doesn't mean that um, other people can't help us. Um, and I think that other people have to in some way. Like we need a community. We, we're community creatures. And that's something that has been lost in our modern society is the support of a community. Um, I see it. I see communities forming now in ways that I didn't before. And, you know, I don't know if that's a, a sign of the times thing or if it's just what I'm more tuned into these days kind of thing. But um, I think that in community, it can feel safer to put our music out into the world, um, to have people who support us. Like uh, another quote comes to mind is that like hope is a hope is a function of struggle um, and hope. So that's actually not the one I'm thinking of, but hope is um, something that we learn. It's not a simple feeling. It is actually like a cognitive process. And we learn that from experiencing struggle and then being surrounded by people or having certain people that we trust believe in us and then we feel hopeful. And so it's hopeful. It's like a, it's safety. And when we have that, then we know we can do something. So if we have that safety, that community, we know that there's a place for our music or, and, and that there's, there's hope to live that out. Um, and so it could be community, friends, um, finding, you know, a tribe. It's a big like buzzword, I think, in a lot of the kind of like self-help world, find your tribe. Um, and then it could also be like a coach. Um, that is something that I've been looking at recently is like, I've got a lot of, uh, ideas that I want to come uh, want to have come through because I don't want to die with my music still inside of me and I could use some help in getting it out there because I've had a lifetime of learning to uh, keep my music quiet and um, you know I'm, I'm not an expert 
in and doing some of these things that I want to do. So I, um, I need help and I need, um, motivation, not motivation as much as like accountability, I guess. Um, so yeah, community coach, just people that I, I trust to, um, support my music, you know? Some some bandmates, some symphony members, backup dancers, you know, that kind of thing to, to stay on theme. So that that's what I wanted to say about um, that quote, don't die with your music still inside of you. Um, that to me, it means living out our soul's purpose and living every day um, my own unique life and and making choices that honor that. And um, how how I'm doing that is by um, getting clear on that music that's inside of me. And by the way, also, if I didn't say this, um, to, to get clear, we've got to go into silence. So it means not only putting on those um, noise canceling headphones, so to speak, but also like literally getting in to silence, meditating and, and, listening to what's inside and learning to, uh, you know, discern whose voices are, are what in on the inside, those noise canceling headphones internally, I guess. Um, and then dancing it out, taking action and getting clear, um, getting to know our dancing partner of fear, um, and then committing every day and getting help where needed and, and knowing that, that's okay, that um, none of us have to do it alone. So, all right, that was fun. I, um, I really hope that uh, this has meant something for you and that maybe those, those tips on um, how to not die with your music still inside of you will help you create something really cool or live a little more you today um, because the world needs the music that's inside of each and every one of us. Like I really believe that we wouldn't have come into this world otherwise. So please have the courage to get to know it for yourself and, and to share it for the sake of the world. All right. Um, Thanks for listening. Um, if you enjoyed this, share it with a friend. Go over, leave me a review on iTunes because that will really, really help um, reach other people. Um, and also, please come hang out with me on Instagram where I will share a lot more there. Um, and yeah, until next time, lots of love to you all. Bye.